funnier than Donald Trump running for president, it's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that's every week on the Laser Time Network. And I'm your coughing host, Henry Gilbert. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. And I think I'm coughing because I've been streaming way too much all week. I'm going to play that anyway. Because if I would have started the show, I would have gone, ladies and gentlemen, the cake is a lie. Welcome to cake. Because, like, I no. haven't read a goddamn thing because it's all been... So you'd make an eight-year-old joke? <laughs> what the fuck? When was the last time the thing said it's clobbering time? You've opened, uh, like, 90 podcasts with that. Uh, I said it's <laughs> podcasting time. I yes. But I've been trying to shake it up more, guys. The oldies are goodies, Hank, sometimes. You should have used, like, a 2015 E3 meme. I used to host show. a comic book podcast until I took an arrow in the knee. Ladies and gentlemen. Getting closer. Getting closer. It is E3 week in case you are for some reason not a video game fan. I can't imagine many of you aren't aware that E3 is going on. But it's been like the one time ever that like there's no comic book news in my feed at all. Yeah, there is news though. But and you are Chris Antista, the regular host and special guest this week, the Walking Dave. Dave Run. Hi, Dave. How's it been going? Good. I I just read a Walking Dead comic book on the bus coming over here. I'm ready. I really want to catch. Up, god damn it! But I haven't finished what I have already coined the greatest comic of the century: mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes meets Star Trek. Oh. Yeah, uh, I have had those for weeks now and have not finished the five issue series because of how busy I've no, been. No, I'm a bit backlogged too uh, because I've had a uh, I have a wonderful problem, which mm. is too many of our beautiful listeners sent me free codes for Marvel books, and so is that where all of my I free comic book a, codes went? Jesus! I, what did nobody send you? No, <laughs> no, I believe Sean did. Uh, but yeah, I got a couple this week that were really good uh, do you have runaways chris because i actually have an extra runaways one if you want it was there new runaways that is right and that's what, what? i've been reading this week hmm. but first i do want to mention uh there was a post on the site da- john daly of the daily show <laughs> no i'm kidding john stewart of the daily show he uh interviewed mark ruffalo and in between talking about his new independent film about mm-hmm. a father with uh, manic depressive disorder in the 70s raising two uh, raising two biracial children by himself <laughs> you can I get Mark Ruffalo to change. How many, no matter how many blockbusters he's in. Between talking to Ruffalo about that and then talking to Ruffalo about his uh, clean water collective, uh, John Stewart weighed in on the Hulk versus Superman. I, you know, it's this Hulk versus Superman thing, and then Ruffalo just nodding his head like, and he said a couple things. He didn't even really comment on it. He just said. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. (laughs) And John was like, no, I want to talk about Hulk versus Superman. I wrote a whole article about it, and you can watch the Mm -hmm. video in there on Laser Time Podcast. Yeah, there's a great fan animation of that. But, uh, well, yeah, I linked to that in the thing. Uh, I wish I could make it part four. It's been a year since part three. Mm -hmm. Work faster for free on amazing (laughs) one-man CG animation guy. John Stewart's argument was wrong. He says, Hulk can jump pretty high. Superman can fly. Mark Ruffalo was like, okay, is this a long jumping competition? This is not like... And and Stewart was implying that, well, Hulk will just keep getting madder and madder and Superman's far away. And so, so what? All right, fine. Then it's a draw. It, to me, mm. John Stewart, that's a draw. Mm. And I think if it's a fight to knock the other guy out, it's, I'd say it's 50-50. Unless, of course, Superman just like cheats and throws him into space till he passes out. What if they're in an enclosed space? Well, they would explode. Unless those are adamantium. Unless they're inside an adamantium 
box. Yes. Okay. Do we know how Superman to... responds to adamantium? Is that established says, in the crossovers? It is simply unbreakable. I mean, I don't feel like I've ever seen him punch adamantium or not. I think he could dent adamantium because I have seen characters like Wendigo break adamantium. It has. That's it, Wendigo. Well, this was when he was a mystical god. All right. Okay. I mean, not the little things that roam around Canada. Adamantium, but around it is a force field. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, force field made out of kryptonite. So, like, if he bursts, if he breaks through it, he needs that adamantium. So he has to fight him. So if they're in by like a you know twenty by twenty sphere, Mm -hmm. an octagon. Let's go with okay. Twenty by twenty octagon. Yeah. Uh, Off the top ropes, Hulk. (laughs) Well, then yes, eventually they both have pretty much unlimited stamina, but Hulk has more, and he will get stronger. It is really limitless strength. They people say it's not limitless; he just keeps getting stronger. Like, Hmm. no, he gets as strong as he has to. It's a stupid story device, honestly. (laughs) But he gets as strong as he has to. I I grew up thinking like that. Hulk was just this brutish, mindless ogre thing. Mm -hmm. And the further Marvel went on into the eighties, like he did become. Well, he's just our most powerful being. Yeah. He, he embodies the defensive capabilities of Superman and that he cannot be beaten. Like, But all the comics I read show him beaten constantly. If Superman... That is that is another thing, though, about Hulk. Hulk has pierceable skin. Yeah. Wolverine can stab him, and he does it. I saw one story where Wolverine beat Hulk in, like, five seconds because he said, well, I can just stab him in the brain, and then yes. that kind of just resets his body, and, it, and so I can just walk away at that point. I thought, if it was that easy, Wolverine, why don't you do that every fight? Like, I feel like that's <laughs> He's done it at least writing. three times, I believe. Yeah. There's no other harm? Like, if you get if you get stabbed in the brain, he's just like, oh, back to... Well, isn't um, that puts him in a coma, and then his body heals. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to the Hulk. So they, could, just, they couldn't just keep doing but that. But according to Hank, Superman like, doesn't kill anyway, so how do you beat something you don't kill? He would beat him unto unconscious. Especially unconscious. if he's an entrapped in a kryptonite dome. He would beat... It's cruelly Dave designed. It's not... No, it's kryptonite oh, on the outside. It's it's kryptonite on the outside. So, so he can't leave. He's, he's fine inside, because mm, the adamantium is shielding him from... Really, yeah. I have no idea if this is actually... If that would work. No, I'm seeing it now. Shrubs made of... He knows he can't leave. It's yeah. an it's an energy of kryptonite around him. Yeah, but he's protected inside it. Yeah, and it won't go down until he beats up the Hulk. Yeah, I mean he can beat him unconscious, and then he just turns back into Banner. Like that's mm. been known to happen. That's actually what happened in the 1983 Spider-Man meets Superman book. Because get this, in 1983, mm-hmm. Spider-Man versus Superman wasn't enough. But in the early 80s, what was a big hit on TV on television still then? When what year? Early 80s and late 70s. Lois and Clark. No. Wonder Woman and Hulk. Really? So they both appear in the book. They both appear in the book and the Hulk really? fights Superman and it really is like this is pre-crisis Superman who mm. pre-crisis Superman could beat the Hulk I would say. Mm. And this pre-crisis Superman goes, well, this guy is pretty strong. I'll just let him punch himself out. He just stands there and Hulk just punches him for like three panels and passes out. <laughs> like that's how easy it was for Superman. But this is the Lou Ferrigno Hulk. The but guy it, who can only toss bears and Thor in a courtroom. That book is not, you know, there was the 70s Marvel uh, Spider-Man meets Superman book that was by Ross Andrew Mm -hmm. and their second volume is not as good because the first one sees the teaming up of Lex Luthor and Mm. Doc Ock no better team up of Superman and Spider-Man villains you could get number two Doctor Doom, good. Mm-hmm. The Parasite, no. Mm. They should. It should be like out of all Superman villains, you get the Parasite. Like Parasite's just a loser. Easy, who Doctor Doom? Get, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Uh, all right. God. And I think Dave and I all, all... Did we settle this dilemma in a wrestling stream? What? Superman versus uh, Hulk. Oh, yeah. Um, who won? It, well, let's see. Who won? I know it on the, the YouTube the, page? Yeah, it's, we did stream it. Yeah, youtube.com uh, slash laser time network. You can find all the E3 stuff if you'd like to. Um, uh, I remember the Flash won the Battle Royale, so that means he's mm. the greatest superhero of all time. Yes. He, he, beat, <laughs> he beat Shrek. He beat uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan. A minion, I think, was vanquished. Did he just win because that, he was number uh, 30? Oh, no, that yeah. was... That was the summer uh, summer box office summer as box decided office. by WWE. Elimination Chamber, yeah. yeah. 2K15. All right, let's get into the no, true what have you been reading. The true, true. Nothing, the, not the anything. True. Well, I'll start. I read a couple things from last week because of our recording timing uh, before Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't talk about last week's new comics. So I'm going to talk about two of those first. Sure. And by the way, last week we had on Marvel Superheroes' Chris Baker. And I've got some new codes. You can hear how to get them in the break. Keep listening. Uh, but... Uh, Okay, so first off, I read Silk number five, which continues to be Silk is my favorite spider female book. I really love that book. I am growing more and more interested in the life of Cindy Moon and her weird way of dealing with black cats. Her versus black cat is is an interesting story for the first five issues. I'm really enjoying it. And then second, I read the big event book of the week, Batman 41, which was the first issue of Gordon as Batman. So (laughs) so you know, Chris, it's, it's by the team that did Batman and game. Ooh. It's Scott Steiner and mm-hmm. Greg Capallo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it introduced Mecha Batman, which has Commissioner Gordon Commissioner on the Gordon. inside. I really want to check this out. But that's not his only Batman suit. So really? Not the rabbit one? That's all I'm going to say. That mm. robot one is one of them. But what, what uni- what, does it take place in the same Batman universe? As- Batman has been dead for two months, or assumed dead okay. after Endgame. This, this is the next chapter of Batman after Endgame. Weird. No one has seen Batman or Bruce Wayne in a long time. So, so Gordon is... Rec- and they're all recovering from the destruction the Joker did. So, and so Gordon is like the Joseph Gordon-Levitt at the end of Dark Knight Rises who kind stumbles of. into a lab. Except he's 43. Except he's 43. Yeah, and it's an interesting take, the way they're setting up Gordon as oh, yeah. as the telling of the story of Gordon choosing to be mm-hmm. the Batman for basically RoboCop Batman and mm-hmm. quitting his job as commissioner. It's really interesting. It's an interesting first issue. I really liked it. I resign. <laughs> Why? Because I'm Batman, guys. I don't have time well, to no, explain it. Well, no, because OCP hired him to be Batman. Basically, OCP hired him. Though they seem nice for now, guys. (laughs) Dick Jones will eventually show his... uh, true colors. I mean, they're basically OCP. The the company that hired him to be Batman in a robot suit. The on-scene clown posse? Jesus uh, Christ! Sorry. <laughs> uh, I get it. Oh, I man, that was a long. That was a long walk. So like, uh... That's not the right one. It's that one. <laughs> <laughs> but see, guys, I'm reading DC books just like I also read Black Canary number one, oh, which shit. came out today. Yeah, Anne said I'll... she was. She wanted to talk about that. Yeah, when she I'll got talk back. about it more with Anne. I hope Anne is free to come on next week because she's in Lala Wood right now, covering mm-hmm. the Electronic Game Expo. Mm-hmm. By the way, I want to give a con- uh, wait. What were you saying? <laughs> Showing off that new South Park game. Yeah. That never even heard a hint of that like mm. you think like she would have like South Park's on TV and she's like oh hey we're making a game Oop, nothing nope, yeah. turns out she's good at her job yeah. and, she's uh, good at her go- there, well and we'd seen Amrick recently this, this, no, video game, no, this no, week's video game apocalypse yeah. I say things a couple of ways and I want to make sure like when I never say outright I know this because of this is because you do sign a lot of NDAs when yep. you work at those companies yeah. and you are legally responsible <laughs> yeah. I don't think anything would ever happen but I don't want to test it you can fuck yourself but that's yeah. why you have to but I still have friends there I don't want to fuck but them it, either like, yeah, yeah but like 
like you'd think you, there would be a hint. It's not just there. about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I learned though. If you want to talk bad about your old place, you can do what they do on Fox News. The way an impartial journalist mm-hmm. on Fox News can express their opinion mm-hmm. for no reason, they'll just say, you know, some people say you're an idiot. People that are saying people are saying that you're bankrupting the country. <laughs> that this is going to destroy America. That you just want AIDS to spread to the world. How do you respond to what people are saying? By the way, my wife is named People Brokaw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Black Canary won. It was a really good book. It's it's a total reset mm-hmm. of Black Canary. Really? Black Canary does have her history. It's not like the origin of Black Canary. Mm-hmm. I'll put it like this. What if Black Canary was in Josie and the Pussycats? <laughs> Because she... Uh, Long in, Tales of the Years for Hats? Yeah, except she's in a band called The Black Canaries. Mm. And, like, it's one of those things, like, don't think about it too much. Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. <laughs> because she lost all her money, lost her dojo, lost all her stuff for Birds of Prey. But she's always had a great voice. Mm-hmm. So now she has been hired on as the new singer for this touring band. And when she finishes the tour, she's going to get the money to rebuild mm-hmm. her, her super life. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows Black Canary is a superhero. Mm-hmm. So she's able to tour as herself. It's really weird. Wow, Hannah Montana shit going on in the it Black really, Canary it, comic. Yeah, except she's always has her hair. It's not a wig. Well, as far as I can tell, it's not a wig. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's in this girl band with, uh, and it's got a neat twist uh, near the end. It's an interesting book. If you like the Batgirl books they've been doing, mm-hmm. this is the same deal. Like, Brendan Fletcher's the writer, Annie Wu's the artist. It's really interesting. It's another one of those, the new landscape of DC type books. I wonder how many female superheroes front a girl band. Spider-Gwen <laughs> comes to mind. Well, she's, she's the a drummer. drummer. So she's I, it's Mary Jane's lead call singer. Call me on my Jane. word of fronting fine. But like, <laughs> involved still, in a girl band. In, yes. Involved in a girl band. Girl power. What was that? What's Sherry O'Terry saying when they're playing the... the Spice, I just remember the Spice Girls sketch from Saturday Night Live where they're just like, yeah, girl power. <laughs> Whatever. I need to not criticize myself. Just make a choice and move on. boy. Weird World number one. I read that. Weird World? It's a Secret World Wars book that is strange as all hell. Really? And may as well just be it's its own thing but it was the creative team that brought me to it because it's written by Jason Aaron stars a character named Archon who I've never heard of in the Marvel world but if he's a 70s Marvel character that never actually existed in the proper universe I'd understand not knowing him and what, who's the artist on this? Michael Duroca? But it's such a strange book. It's like it is a tribute to the 70s heavy metal, uh, mm. not heavy metal music, the magazine no, the heavy magazine. metal. The Frank Frazetta style art, just high fantasy, goofy stuff. With the title Weird World. Weird World. It's great. I, I really enjoyed it. Like It was a really good first issue. I have no idea where it's going, mm-hmm. but it also is a gorgeous book. There's, there's some double page spreads. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this looks too good. Mike Del Mundo. It, uh, yeah, Mike Del Mundo. He is an amazing artist. Aside from them saying Doom every now and then, it mm. has absolutely nothing to do with Secret Wars. <laughs> But it is a great book. I, I That's highly intriguing. Recommend. Also, the other Secret Wars book I read today mm-hmm. was Runaways Number One. What the hell? So it's the new Runaways book and a Secret Wars Runaways book, or yes. is it not affiliated? No, it is. It's in the. It's in War World. It's actually. It's one of the more closely tied to really? Secret Wars I've read. But let me tell you first off, Chris, why you want to read this? Why no Brian the, K. Vaughan? The writer? <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I so I haven't read Runaways since Brian K. Vaughan's run. Mm-hmm. I didn't read Joss Whedon's run on it. But the writer mm-hmm. is no 
Joel Stevenson, mm-hmm. a.k.a. co-creator of Lumberjanes. Oh, really? The writer of Lumberjanes. Nice. And so, believe it or not, the writer of Lumberjanes is good at writing a superhero book that's about a club of unruly teens that <laughs> uh, that have powers and stick together. It's mm. a really good book. The, the idea of it is these kids go to a school that basically seems to be running its own Hunger Games. Okay. And so... Because that's the first... The, the original series was a group of kids whose parents would meet up at night and turned out they were super villains. Yep. Uh, and, and then they, what, they turn, they run and away. so then they run away and decide they're going to fight their parents. Because mm-hmm. your parents suck, man. Yeah, man. They're all Fight your parents. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really good, though. Parents. And so this is a similar switcheroo where they think they're going to high school, but they're actually being trained in Doom's army. And oh. realize. And there's a couple more twists in there, too, including a great last page reveal. But the team is great, too, because there's Cloak and Dagger, mm-hmm. except their names and powers are reversed. Dagger is now the African-American guy weird who he throws power daggers and cloak is now tandy the girl and she phases through shit and then also on the when was the last time they showed up in anything uh, a couple years ago, they they're kind of in the background of Spider-Man okay. crossovers. Every, every I do now believe and then. I have Cloak and Dagger number one for whatever love, that's worth. I love Cloak and Dagger. You know how they got their powers? How forced drugs? They were forced <laughs> to take drugs in the '80s, and that turned those teens. They were the original Runaways. Wow, so it's yeah. funny that they're in the Runaways group. Uh, and also Millie, I believe her name is mm-hmm. from Runaways. The the little the little girl who's mm-hmm. super strong. She's she's in the book, uh, and I think she's the only original Runaway that I'm seeing in it. There's also there's a Bucky Barnes. Winter Soldier, who is like the senior mm-hmm. in class, he's really cool. Most interesting to me is there's a uh, Jub- there's a Jubilee in it who runs like a uh, a gang like four mean girls in, <laughs> in there, and she's been dating. She's also kind of gay too in the book. Like she's been dating one of the old mean girls who then trying to make the fetch team. happen. She's yeah, that, and she's dating Pixie. If you guys remember the if any about new wow, X Men friends are out Holy there, shit. Pixie. Yeah, but Runaways it is tied into Secret Wars, but it's also just a great startup and mm-hmm. I'm really hoping it's one of those I don't believe it's been confirmed either way but I do hope it's one of those books that continues on after Secret Wars like I mean have they already confirmed every ongoing that's happening no, after no, Secret Wars I no, can't not be everything. because there's they're, only like four they're slowly eking it out I'm mm-hmm. betting they're waiting till oh July July perhaps <laughs> in Southern California mm-hmm. uh that's right, everybody. Iron Man is a gay toadstool. <laughs> and, all right, but I have one more I want to talk about, but I don't want to dominate the conversation. Anybody else read anything they want to discuss? I read two things, and neither are Marvel. Mm-hmm. But are they uh, Walking Dead? One's The Walking Dead. It's Days, Walking yeah. Dead Updates. Uh, the monthly I need to get a Walking sound effect update. for that. I apologize. <laughs> uh, We're not going to go, go. this terrible. way. All right. My arm hurt. <laughs> I'm I'm going to hit you with a bat. Coral. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so the new Walking Dead is... I'm so behind. There's like no zombies in it. Which really? Is yeah, it's it's, it's about, just about society now. Yeah, right? it, like the uh, the community that Rick's built, they're actually having a fair. Ooh, uh, really? Yeah. Final case. I saw they had cornhole. You know that game? Yes, yes. They That's had a, a corn- terrible name. Yeah, they had a cornhole. It was the innocence one. But I was thinking, but like, I never discovered it until like five years ago. Yeah. Like everybody <laughs> plays it back in Florida now. Wow. I mean, I knew it as tic tac. Uh, that tic tac toe game where you there throw was a tic tac toe variation. Oh, the tic tac toe. I played that a lot as a kid. And nobody have... called it cornhole. Yeah. Who would? I, I don't know. People who like uh, cornhole. Uh, All right. It was tic tac. Uh, uh, I think it was called tic tac toss. Tic tac. I was gonna say tic tac toe, but that's a game show. Trademark Milton Bradley. It's it's. 
it's a good issue because it's like it's showing how like they're finally 142 issues later finally in a place where it's like we can really have a semblance of a normal society yeah here. they're too comfortable now yeah and i mean well we, that's exactly when shit goes down but yeah. i mean that they're, they're playing on those expectations last i read it's like they even say it in the book this is great this is fine we're too comfortable right now yeah we, things couldn't be going better and then they introduce an element that looks like it's going to blow everything up and then it doesn't yeah the whisperers like I yeah think, i think so i the, thought that the, was the, the other half of the issue is this new group like the whisperers that are people that just wear zombie skin yes which allows them to walk along amongst the zombies they're planning to infiltrate this society this yeah why not by taking off their skin why not <laughs> knock on the door and ask if hey well, can we come be part of your community yeah well i think well it's kind of what they're doing you they, clear- anyway like but they clearly like that's uh, that'll be my issue with it i swear because at least negan had like a basis like i'm just a i'm just a fucking badass you bring your shit to me i don't do the work yeah. you do the other people are who are walking around in order to survive are wearing the zombie skin yeah. and being quiet you guys clearly can't build a society and these guys well they're their their whole thing is like there shouldn't be a society oh, like, that's we, right, we're all right. like they don't have names they're that's just right. like you're right this is how we have to live now well, right and before, I think they don't want the this, that community to live like community they want the world to be the way it should be which is mm, people is, shambling along with zombies you know I, I do think about what's left of society in the in the Walking Dead world it, there was a great line I think it was in the like issue or two right before war started where burn face dude was trying to kill sniper lady <laughs> yeah and he said I almost feel bad killing you we've all had to go through a lot of shit to even live this yeah. law that's true for anybody mm-hmm. they meet anybody that exists now like yeah, it's like when it's hard boiled like they've yeah. boiled away everything else <laughs> all the losers like and even the b-level guys that surviving zombies mm-hmm. you're all dead at this point the yeah. only people left are the super survivor yeah i mean i don't know if it's a conscious decision the artists aren't quite up to it or uh-huh. if it's because they've all been living in like this mm-hmm. community now where they're you know kind of being homogenized a little bit yeah mm. i could not tell I, i've start i've just don't have the facial recognition to like who who is this person talking right now they're talking about a couple it's that just for like uh, that colors that just, it's that, also hard yeah that that just started dating and i don't know who i even andrea has freckles in order for you to like and tell who she I recognize is andrea yeah. rick michonne mm-hmm. carl because he has one like uh, one eyeball uh, the uh, black lesbian doctor that was a good addition mm-hmm. i'll never i'll never not recognize that person. Yeah. and then the two gay guys right are they yeah. good I can't remember. Abraham always wearing. And now they're on. And now they're on. They. I remember they were like added to Walking Dead the show last year, weren't they? And then yeah, people, some people were upset about that. Like this zombie show has gays kissing. People were <laughs> upset that I. This is on a slightly different topic, but like people were upset that I said like I. I think I was talking about on this show a couple months ago about how mm-hmm. Eugene turned on everybody sure. or not turn on, everybody, but he like. But he did it was revealed like, that he just like he's not the guy who he he's a not faker. a scientist. Mm-hmm. Like, could you not tell watching the show that he was like. Compl- I couldn't like tell a total sociopath comic. lying through his teeth but he, he only trying to save his own skin he doesn't have you couldn't tell in the comic as yeah. far as I remember because mm. that was just kind of something on the show him, it's know. like it's so but I imagine odd. there's a bunch of scenes of him mugging and looking shady mm. and, yeah. and then he, he moves his eyes back and forth well, Dave, are you excited about the fear of The Walking Dead coming soon no. to televisions near you? I don't Dude, even know what that is. Fucking overkill. That's the spinoff TV show. That's oh. the Avengers West of a... Uh, I am 
I West am Coast look- Avengers <laughs> of Walking Dead. I'm looking else, looking forward to something else, <laughs> yes. Walking Dead related. But I guess we should say that for we news. We will save that for news. Yeah. Yes, I guess I don't even know what that is. But what do you other- think on the show they'll introduce that uh, old black dude in the tiger? <laughs> nah, I think so. Well, I mean, no, depends of on course if they, they will. He's so cool. Yeah. The second you see him and like all Negan. those characters from the war, all the war characters they were into, mm-hmm. like you're a step up. Like mm-hmm. you're TV guys. When they had the governor, like governor's almost too bland. Yeah. Like compared compared to a guy with a friggin' tiger <laughs> and a guy who like talks as if he's in a Kevin Smith movie, except he bashes people in the head. Yeah, those are much more interesting to look at than a man with a gut with like a, a child molester be- <laughs> mustache who beats and rapes people. Like that's less interesting. You know what your problem is, Negan? I think whoever you just people in the head with your base. Whoever Henry that. just described is basically my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but and okay. What the else? The other thing read? I read was it's been on my shelf for probably a couple years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman Birthright. Ooh, which yeah, uh, it's that. a it's That's a pretty a great book. Yeah, it's great. it's a big it's big as far as like uh, twelve trade, issues. Tra- tra- yeah, so it's like three hundred pages. Yeah, I believe I read that. I'm gonna it's look by it. Mark Wade and mm-hmm. uh, Lineal U. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Lineal U. I'm sure I'll get corrected on. I, that I didn't know it was like the the story itself is like over ten years old. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it felt it's a modern reboot. of of Superman's origin story it doesn't deviate that far mm-hmm, yeah. like there's a couple little things and like the little things are what I like Pa Kent like mm-hmm. actually has a little bit of resentment for his son yeah. like is, is kind of jealous Mark Way dropped a lot of interesting uh, yeah. layers to Pa Kent he, really yeah. he tends to do and like uh, like before he starts at the Daily Planet like uh, Clark Kent's trying to be a reporter in Africa like trying to make a difference there <laughs> okay and, and yes I definitely he, he read keeps this. like un- inadvertently exposing people. himself yeah. as a superhero by mm-hmm. like trying to actually intervene in all these things well, they make such a great um, explanation of his. Of I think it's his mom who gives him the glasses. Like this is all the color in your eyes. People oh, yeah. won't be able to tell. And also, there's I think a really funny end to one issue where he has been Superman in front of Lois for the first time, and now he's Clark in front of Lois. Mm-hmm. And she like looks at him like sideways for a second. Nah, he walks. <laughs> she walks away, and he's whoo. Mm-hmm. All right, it worked. That's right. I'm that much of a dweeb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really like. There's a lot more Krypton stuff. Where where yeah. he's like looking into the what his parents sent to him, mm-hmm. and that stuff's just really well drawn. <laughs> no, it's a really, uh, yeah, it's really good. It's sad that that didn't get to stay. That basically got to be the origin for like two to four years yeah. because then not long after Jeff Johns rebooted it with Secret Origins, which is a good, mm-hmm. is a pretty good mm-hmm. Superman origin story. I like Birthright more, mm-hmm. though, and it's also not as good as. No. Green Lantern Secret Origins, his origin, Jeff John's origin story for Green Lantern, that's his best origin. Huh. Uh, the, the only thing that actually dates it Computers, in the 10 years blackberries. is, yes, the, the, <laughs> the, the Daily Planet is a website, okay. but it's the most like early 2000s <laughs> website you've ever seen. It's like the, dancing a, banana. the front page is the front page of the paper, and it looks <laughs> awful. Well, it's supposed to be, well, it takes place five to 10 years before current Superman, yeah. so uh, maybe it's supposed to feel a little, in 2004, it was supposed to be a little older. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, if it was mid-2000s, it would be like a flash site. <laughs> uh, under construction. Yeah. Do you want the light version or the heavy version? Chris, did you read anything? Nothing. I All read right. nothing. I read a story you wrote about a porn parody for... Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. All right. Uh, well, then two other things I wanted to discuss mm. that also... Well, one is I also read Nimona, which is a uh, young adult graphic novel-like 
hardcover that just came out last week. Why does which, Young Adult make it sound so sexy? But it's by, it's a really cool, so it's by um, the uh, Noelle Stevenson, the previously mm-hmm. mentioned Noelle Stevenson. She wrote and drew it. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. It's about this shape-shifting girl who oh. uh, becomes an apprentice for, it's it's a medieval, or it's a fantasy book, shape-shifting girl that becomes an apprentice for an evil magician. Oh. And it started out as a webcomic and she's now expanded it into a full like 200-page little book. It's really good. Uh, and also, if you go to the website on lasertimepodcast.com, mm-hmm. I wrote up about Justice League Gods and Monsters Chronicles. Now, mm-hmm. there is a new Blu-ray coming out from mm-hmm. the Warner Studios. They've been doing these forever, directed DVD yeah. ones. And this one's called Gods and Monsters. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are all different. Like, yeah, very different. Superman is the son of Zod, mm-hmm. not not Jor-El. Oh. Wonder Woman is a is uh, someone from a new god's planet, and she's way more hardcore, and she has a sword that is also a mother box, which if you know your new Excuse gods, me. that's pretty crazy. <laughs> a mother box is a little box that can kind of do anything. Was it announced at E3? It's a, that's the future. That's the that hollow future. My bad. And then Batman is way creepier, and I'll just say that. And I don't think he's Bruce Wayne either. So, but so that they're putting out the they're putting out this whole Blu-ray for it. But as a surprise, uh, well, not a surprise. They announced it ahead of time, but I didn't know about it. Warner <laughs> Warner brought bought Machinima or bought into Machinima a while mm-hmm. ago, and as part of that, they're hosting original content on there. So they made three seven-minute short films really? for Machinima that were posted. There that act as previews for Gods and Monsters. They're not like clips of Gods and Monsters. Mm. They're separate things. And one stars Superman, one stars Wonder Woman, one stars Batman. And each are like R-rated and all crazy and they are about subverting your expectations of all the characters. Yeah, I it's, heard sex scene thrown around a lot. There is one of those, yeah, mm-hmm. in One Ds. And yeah, and they're all directed by Bruce Timm. Like yes, it is, that's the most exciting yeah, part. It is, it is a hardcore mm-hmm. thing. Uh, not hardcore like another thing we'll be talking about later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you should check them out. I embedded them on the on the article page for this or you just go to Machinima. But hey, how will you find it among all their E3 videos, right? Exactly. It's easier to go. Easier to go to Legend Time Podcast we got you. Find my article. Don't go to Google. Go to lasertimepodcast.com. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could search Laser Time. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. This has been quite a fulfilling opening, guys. Can it get any better? It can because we've got a I'm lot of. Talking about a website? No, I'm talking okay. about this podcast. The <laughs> website, website can't get any better. It's all downhill. <laughs> but really. uh, um, but we're going to go into the news. Lots of big news on comics and the films based upon them. Plus the last week's question of the week's answers and a new one for this week. Everybody, welcome to the break for this week's episode of Cape Crisis, and I want to thank all of you so much for listening and hanging out with us this week. Uh, especially when we did all this stuff for me three, we streamed so many reaction things to it, and I also want to thank everybody who who gave a lot of donations to me through the LaserTime.Bandcamp.com links and buying those commentaries there. I really appreciate that. If you have not done it yet, now is kind of your last chance to really help me. If you if you want to, if you've been putting it off to get 
the Avengers or Iron Man 3 or any of the old stuff, now is the time to do it. Head over to lasertime.bandcamp.com, purchase it. You can buy them for their price. If you want to give a little more, that'll help too. I, I really appreciate it. The money I've been getting through it that you from you guys buying that stuff has really made the last couple months of transition for me a lot easier, and I really appreciate it. So thank you all so very much. And I also want to thank everybody who will pre-order a bunch of stuff through E3. We had the links to all the E3 stuff that got announced, and you can pre-order it through those links. And also, you may have noticed, if you look at the page each week, there's a link to buying Arkham Knight, Batman Arkham Knight on Amazon. That's out next Tuesday. If you've been pre-ordering it through that any time in the last year, that's going to really help us when it. Uh, if you ordered it through our link on Amazon, because we'll get a little piece of that, and it's no extra cost to you. And if you haven't done it yet, but you're planning on getting Arkham Knight, why not do it through that link? Because again, that sends a little bit of money our way and helps us uh, at no extra cost to you. If you'd rather not buy, you know, the commentaries, but you were going to get Arkham Knight anyway, buy it through that link. It helps us out. And also, I wanted to thank you guys for listening because this is where I'm going to tell you how to get codes for Doctor Doom. So, our good friend Chris Baker, who was just on last week's episode, he works on Marvel Heroes 2015. And you can get a code for Doctor Doom to unlock it. I've got 10 of them. I'm going to give them away. I will give them away through Twitter, so you have to follow me so I can DM you them. But the way to get it is, ask me on Twitter, at H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, but also put in hashtag Doom code, and I will give to the first 10 people a code for Doctor Doom in Marvel Superheroes 2015. Uh, and also, if you haven't ever done it, if you're new to the show, if you still haven't reviewed this on iTunes, please, please, please do it. It just takes a moment of your time. Subscribe uh, and give a review on iTunes. That really helps our visibility. It helps us move up the charts. Every new review, every new five-star rating really, really helps us out. So any anything you can do it would be greatly appreciated. All right, lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. I talked about Runaways earlier in the thing, and I wanted to say again, Runaways is such a great book. It's It was so ahead of its time in the early 2000s. Like, Marvel is only now catching on to so many of the things that they did right in the original Runaways run by Brian K. Vaughn of Saga fame. It's such a great book, and you can pick up all the old collections of it and through the Amazon link on this week's page, along with links to all the other books we talk about on this week's episode. Again, buying those through the Amazon link helps us out. So, you know, again, you want to help out Laser Time, that's a good way to do it. Enough jibber-jabber. Back to the rest of the show. Hello and welcome back to the second segment Woo! of Cape Crisis number 142. Exciting, guys. Mm-hmm. So exciting, you might even say we're orgasmic. Oh, that's a <laughs> terrible segue. Why, I, I was hating myself as I said it. I still have an E3 hangover, man. That was uh, that was an intense couple of days. Yeah, yeah no, we We've streamed never done anything so like much. That before. We streamed so much. Go to the YouTube page. I hope I said it articulately because we also recorded Video Game Apocalypse this week. There's also a new laser time. Uh, but there's basically like six 
free podcasts on YouTube right now. Yeah. Yeah. So go. Eight hours of us watching, yeah. watching press conferences and commenting live. Uh, it's so good. You guys should watch all of them. Uh, so and Henry good. told me about something called the dollar bill uh, measurement, which I mm. never knew about. Find out what that yeah. is in the PC gaming conference. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have I've never to it. heard about it. Well, as long as we're talking about the nether regions. Yes! So, this, uh, this actually came out last week, but... It was alerted to us recently. Super Batman versus Superman, the triple X porn parody. How are they getting away with this? I think it's because they put triple X porn parody in the title and nobody's wearing exact costumes. Yeah, but wh- like, so it's the, a parody. No, but still the idea behind it, because the word parody is in there, it makes yeah, it okay? Yeah. yeah. I That's guess the so. legality of it. We should interview Alex Braun about this, the director, because well, he, as I found out from research, he has, he's the he's the director and producer of this. Uh, I wouldn't expect... A mother or a child to know the difference between this and an official DC well, product. Well, you can't buy them anywhere. Like, I'm sure it pisses off uh, DC that that's going to pick, pick come up in Google results. Yes. But, eh, you know. Uh, probably not, actually. They no. probably have that much faith. But something <laughs> yeah. new, like Steven Universe Triple Triple X parody? They've done a Bob's Burgers. Yeah. They've, oh done a, they've, done, they've done Pee-wee. They've done Reno 911. They've done Pee-wee? See, I, yeah, every, every time... It's I, called Pee, uh, Pee-Pee's Big Adventure. No, that's the thing. There's no... It's not a <laughs> yeah, joke name of they keep their names but but they don't have the logos like you see mm-hmm. Superman's outfit there's no the S logo isn't on it ah, probably because I think trademark. I bet that protects them too they're like no, see, this is different. It's a parody of how that's Superman's a trademark to too. Like yeah. The, the, oh yeah, it's the, a trademark yeah, thing. Yeah. So, Still seems crazy. I have no idea how they're going to go with it. So this. yeah, the guy's done this. He's done Spider Man. He's done all this stuff. I've never watched him because uh, it's not my bag. It's you were not... talking yesterday about how you like story and porn. I like story. No, nope. that's supernatural story. Look, if I were to rank, <laughs> if I were to rank what porn I would watch, it would be gay, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. bit lower lesbian. And way at the bottom, boy, girl porn. Like I really, like, it's the best kind, man. Ugh, yucky. It makes do me they, masturbate every yucky. time. <laughs> do they not do uh, like uh, porn parodies that are gay? I saw a couple in my search, but I have to say they don't have the production quality of Batman versus yeah. Superman, which, is, which that's what I appreciate. Which is weird. I've heard of yeah. chicks liking gay porn, and yes, uh, like look, I think the appetite is bigger. Seriously, <laughs> there are straight people who don't watch porn. Yeah, there are no gay men. Who don't watch porn? I have gay. I have all the gay porn I want to watch, buddy. And there's also something like I've said this to you before. If I mm. were really, this is such a dirty section, but dirty. Mom, don't listen to this. But oh goodness, I've told you Sorry, before. Frenchie. Sometimes in my porn explorations, sure. I will end up at you know a streaming site that's a collection of clips. But to get to the gay portal, you have to start on the straight one. Mm-hmm. And I see all these ads that are just like they're so mean. Yes. Like I just don't. Yeah. I see if you're looking for that, fine. But I they just that's what really turns me off it's just like so aggressive and like fuck her just fuck her. sometimes sometimes I, fuck this girl that looks like she's 16 <laughs> sometimes there's, there's fuck there, Meg Griffin there's fuck a, her H- yeah those are the worst too <laughs> there's there's a like an HD artsy movement in the porn world I like that and I um, like I also uh, as I learned from watching like HBO specials on porn production mm-hmm. there's like porn by lesbians for lesbians too yeah that sounds boring well what do you <laughs> It's a lot of feelings. Full, 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 full Before we get to this lesbian bed death segment. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Batman vs. Superman yes. Trickle Bucks Porn Parody. The compliment I was saying, they they invest money in it. It's not the same. Like All, all the porn you watch now, it's meant to be consumed in three minutes and it's filmed in a hotel and there's no character or story or acting. Like, there's stunts. There's stunts in that. Batman kicks guys. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> I guess. He has props in a full Batman outfit. I, I saw the Pirates movie. The, at the, at uh, yeah, the time, the most, the most expensive, expensive one ever, isn't it? It has a thousand CG skeletons in it, and it, it's really confusing to a boner. Henry, you shouldn't call it that. They're, the term is vaginas. <laughs> oh, no, he, he says stunts, sorry. Yes. Oh, oh, Dave. Dang. Did you imply the word cunts? All right. I hope Henry's they put up a listening. They put up a safe for work trailer of it. Yes. And uh, so play the clip right there, and I'll explain it in a minute. Stay here with me and rule. Earth is my home. That's Batman kicking. Yeah, Batman kicking people. That Those words were all we wanted, but you could start at the beginning of it, too, and play a little of the conversations. There's a conversation? Well, it's like... For all the years to come. <laughs> LexCorp is not an easy place to break into. It's Mr. Freeze. Look at me! Look at me! Heath Ledger Joker. <laughs> all right. Okay. I don't want... that. That's all the clips. But number one, if I was watching that, I don't think I'd want to see Heath Ledger's Joker get well, laid. Well, that's the thing. I have creepy. seen it in porn clips before, and it's like, I can't do anything with this. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is ridiculous. This is, yeah. this is a, just a, barely a step above me click-clacking two of my action figures together. <laughs> Than making them better. Worst part of that is the uh, the pencil dick trick. <laughs> but also, but what I was going to say was the guy does yeah. as people. It turns out we have some fans of Alex Braun on the site because they were telling me he's he's done a lot of these that have real respect for the stories and like one of the characters in there, the one who says "Come rule with me," that's Maxima. You a had to explain this to me. I'm a like, DC who? character no one has cared about since probably 1998. I thought his name was Axel Braun. Oh, is it Axel Braun? It is Axel that, Braun. That sounds My like a, that almost sounds like a uh, a secret identity name. It sounds like a deodorant. My bad. A Maxel Braun. Oh, here's another thing I don't like about straight porn. What's they, that? They hey? they don't want to cast most don't cast guys who are they they need guys need to be mannequins mm. in those scenes they do not need to be at all that handsome you're there for it's women true. is true. the thinking in it i so, love the pov stuff so you're not my <laughs> eyeballs so if you wanted to even see an attractive man and woman in it mm-hmm. like kind of in most of them you're sol that's why james dean is getting so big with the ladies and that's like <laughs> those are the weirdest pretty- porn things I've ever seen where he just takes like amateur applicants they go and get coffee and talk for 45 minutes and then just bang that's why women are buying this I think, shit, it's, I think it's like it's every it's well anyway every Maxima they Maxima. just had Maxima on screen red haired woman from outer space who it's a Ghost and Goblins reboot yeah. her, her character mm. her character basically is the start of a softcore porn <laughs> because she shows up on earth and says to Superman you should be my husband you're the strongest person on this planet come to my planet and be king but first we have to have sex and she forced him on in Superman. I don't like, want no, no, I'm Boy Scout. She was actually uh, on the cover of the Superman comic that made me buy my first comic. Really? So uh, probably like I don't know nine or ten. <laughs> the cover of this issue was her and Superman making out on top of Lois Lane's grave. <laughs> and I'm like, this has everything I want. A really pretty girl and death. Somebody died because I love. That's why I love Lost. Somebody died. Like somebody died unexpectedly. I guess. I don't you know, it, why aren't you the, watching the, Game of Thrones, Dave? I know I should. But it like and that was part of this weird story. I, f- I forget what it was called exactly, but it's this like character called the Wave Runner who's going through all these hypothetical. <laughs> yep. Did he I, fight the Sea Dew? Yes. No, he's a gold guy with uh, electric hair, yeah. and he and he can go through various Time and, timelines yep. and. Uh, uh, he's a very stupid character. Various alternate. <laughs> Realities. And he was searching all these alternate 
alternate realities to see who is going to turn, which DC hero will like become evil. Because mm-hmm. that was like the prophecy he foresaw. He saw, mm-hmm. and like one of the things was like, what if Lois Lane died in labor? Well, he would uh, he would start. Superman doing, would make out on his grave. It's the with, only uh, place he get an erection. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that, I, by the any, way, watch MacGruber. Just. Any, oh my god, any <laughs> dilettante could make a Superman versus Batman triple X sure. that would have him have sex with Wonder Woman and Poison Ivy and Harley. Mm-hmm. Only a fan would pull out their book and be like, who would Superman conceivably have casual sex with in an alley? Maxima, that's yeah. who. That's oh, they have, Harley is in this movie. And I just there's wanna, a Harley Ivy scene, I believe. There is a. Let's take a cannon. I want to. I want to say that this just because it's awesome. Last just last night, I like we finished working and I'm like I'm gonna drink this beer and watch something I don't want to make too much of a choice Wolf of Wall Street love that movie and I watched like you know like 30-40 minutes of it like this movie's fucking great and I constantly get in arguments yeah yeah, with, yeah. With, with with no it's important with okay. Grimm and uh, and Carolyn not so much arguments with Carolyn just well, like Carolyn like she worked with people yeah. who she claimed idolized and, worked with people who and took tried, it as serious tried to act uh, like that in their oh, yeah. movies these guys are so fucking pimp yeah, yeah. yes and I I mean people watch Entourage for that same reason they Game seriously. Apocalypse might be a little late because I'm editing it this week because I received a phone call from an old dear friend who is leaving her husband who does uh, deify mm. the characters in Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. And she hates it. And I'm like, wow, I feel like a total ass. I've, I'm the <laughs> one who said, like, those people don't actually exist. And, but it doesn't, it's, to me, that's not criticism enough to why the listen, movie's, Chris? the movie's still great. Yeah. Martin Scorsese doesn't like those people. I agree with you. I love, I'm it's on your hilarious. side on this one, Chris. It's so good. Um, but, but I actually, I met someone and it's affecting someone very near and dear to me and I probably shouldn't be talking about this mm. in case she comes and stays on my couch. Mm. <laughs> uh, but okay, but anyway, guys, just to finish off the porn section here. Seer. I do want to say Margot Robbie made me think of that, by the way. You could steal, because she's Noodle she is gorgeous, <laughs> and she is Harley. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get the Batman-Superman thing, pay the artists. Like, they mm-hmm. went to all this work. Just get it from Wicked.com. I have the Not Safe for Work link on the page. Uh, yeah. Wicked even it? has her own imprint called Wicked Comics. Well, you know, I almost tried to buy it, but then there were so many vaginas on the screen, I just could not look at it. <laughs> it was, no, cover, it was covering see, the uh, price I hope button. there's no auto- Actually, when I tried to buy the D DVD and then suggested mm-hmm. just get our membership to our website and you can just stream it in HD and, and do scene by scene. Download. Clicking download. I think it's Aha. 20 bucks. Two day trial yeah. membership, $1. One month membership, $29.99. You yeah, think I'm overthinking the Patreon too? Look, Who the fuck would pay $30 a month? Well, you're, you're, you're paying, for, all you're paying for professionals, guys. Yeah, like in pictures has a lot of porn. Some too. people are into amateur stuff, but I... I, I love the amateur you stuff. You want to see pros at it, man. Yeah. I don't want to see people dicking around. I want to see people dicking around. I did notice on the trailer that it was there. It's from a, a part of Wicked called Wicked Comics. Yeah, I think so, they st- decided to start their own geek imprint. Like, they've been doing yeah. so good. Apparently, he's going to do Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man next. I you can't do that! <laughs> you can't do that! Alright, let's move on to other news. Other things happened other than people having sex. On yeah, it also has three, my a-hole too. Yeah, it is the opposite <laughs> of sex. My secretary, the slut. Chris. Man, these naming conventions yes, have you not changed. Yes, you look changed. at this all day. My dad's <laughs> Massage school dropouts. This Barbarella and Exa. Well, also, you should look at all the tags on it. Do not read those tags, but the tags on every event, it'll tell you everything about, like, what is in this one? What is in this one? Like, side fuck. Like, it'll it'll have every term of, like, can I read off the ones I don't recognize? (sighs) I really don't want this to get this. You wouldn't have mentioned it if you didn't want him to see Uh, it. I said don't read it. Multiple (laughs) cum cleanup? I've never heard that. Cowblow. 
cow. Wow. Cow well, blow. What, what is, is a that? cow blow? So I, I imagine... Wait, I've heard that right as cowgirl blow. Like, <gasps> so it's in a cowgirl... Yes, Slithering! Big tits worship and prison. Prison? <laughs> prison. Oh, this is not for the... Oh, sorry. I didn't click on the... Uh... Well, you're just reading terms. Yes. No, no. But I just clicked on a random video, not this uh, Batman Superman one. Uh, it's parody. Axel Braun. Um, reverse cowgirl. Henry. They got missionary. Oh, finally, boy. finally, spoon BJ reverse I guess cowgirl like a BJ. Reach over the, you put yeah. your head over the side. Toot toot! Get aboard the oral train. Uh, fucking lick. All right. Okay. Enough. They enough, also, they enough. also have side fuck BJ, which Hair is pulling. that's a really good uh, <laughs> MMA technique. All right. I need. To, I need. I'm telling you guys, this could turn into an hour of talking about porn. I don't want it to be that. We're cutting this off now. Stop it. <laughs> And I'm isolating there's, and putting on YouTube. There's other news. I, I, uh, th- this will be the clip for next week's laser time. <laughs> okay, guys. They cast Bor- Baron Mordor. Boy, I <laughs> fucked that up. Guys, they cast Bor- Baron Mordo. Mordo. In Doctor, Dr- Strange. Dr. Strange. Played by Mr. Ijefor. Oh, God. I think AKA I was, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, oh, wow. I, I didn't want to bring it up uh, last week because I, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. And I love that guy. I just wrote down IG4. I did not write down shit. He was the operative in Serenity. Yeah, great operative in Serenity. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Fucking beautiful. Original star in Kinky Boots in the in the movie. He was in Love Actually too. Yeah, he's in tons of stuff. He's He's and now he's to make this even more British. (laughs) He will now be facing off against Baron Cumberbatch. I don't kill women. I am fucking up words. You guys have burned my brain up. (laughs) Uh, This whole week, I don't see people complaining about. Baron Mordor. Not my Baron Mordor. Baron Nor Mor- his shadows of. Baron Mordo <laughs> in mm-hmm. the comics is an old white man, not a young black man. And I don't see the racist complaining about this ki- racial recasting. I wouldn't say that actor is young. Okay, come on. He's not he's over like, 40. Yeah, but he's... Well, he actually he might, might be, be over 40. 40. Yeah. He's under 50. That's young for uh, I, Hollywood I have men. A, I have a theory here. Ew. There are no fans. Okay. Yes. No, there are no Nobody people. cares about Baron Mordo. Nobody yet, cares about Baron Mordo. Until they see everybody, everybody, just like Rock Raccoon, people are going to jump on the Doctor Strange bandwagon once they see Cumberbatch. I thought he, it was pretty convenient that he showed up as a big-ass character in Secret Wars. Yeah. And now I know why. Well... He was also in uh, Marvel's Capcom Ultimate Marvel's Capcom Three. Was it? What? Just as a Doctor uh, Strange an outfit? Oh, you mean Mordo? Not yeah, 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 yeah. No, Mordo. No. Bear Mordo. His first appearance was in an Amazing Spider-Man Annual. That's how I am familiar with him, because Spider-Man had to team up with Doctor Strange to prevent Mordo from st- stealing the Wand of Watoom. Oh, no. <laughs> the Wand of Watoom. And Baron Mordo fits in the perfect origin movie villain role because he was the original student of the master who teaches Doctor Strange about mysticism. And so the old student facing the new one, it's it's pretty it's like that's origin movie one oh one. But do you think the new do you think the new uh, Doctor Strange movie mm-hmm. will have both doggy style and doggy style standing? <laughs> because the Axel Braun parody does. Alright. Uh, doggy Come style standing. Up. That's very It's in parentheses. I want, guys. Alright. Blowjob double. Come shot cleanup you, sounds like something you'd I'll say. Like a blowjob double so click like and <laughs> scene. Come shot cleanup. Okay. <laughs> Here's how we're going to deal with this arrest thing. Okay. Contain this. You can read one of those things in between each news story, okay? okay. And that's it, okay. all right? Okay. I feel like a babysitter on this episode. <laughs> all right, hey, you know that cool Nimona book I was telling you about? 
Fox Animation has already gotten the rights to make it into a movie. Which one? Nimona, the the oh, really? young adults book. It I think it is totally right to be an animated movie. So okay. all right, mm-hmm. you want to okay. read? That's the end of that. Um, story. I tried to look for more comic book ones. Instead, it's a filter by genre, and there's just this macro genre called ass type. Uh. <laughs> ass uh. type, big ass, bubble butt, small ass. All right, uh, Bryce Dillon Howard. She'd really like to play Captain Marvel. She's pushing hard to play Ooh, Captain Marvel. It's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, after playing um, frigid doctor. Woman in, in Jurassic World. And I did I see that uh, Captain Marvel was teaming up with Miss Marvel yeah, uh, soon? I, yeah. Or now? Um, well, I mean, they've teamed up before. I think they're doing it. Which is a big Secret giant Wars. cover I saw. Yeah, yeah. I think they're doing it as part of Secret Wars, I believe. I think, uh, I mean, a new Miss Marvel book came out today, mm-hmm. uh, which I did not read. All right. And also, just to move on to another news here, Warren Ellis had a bit of a health scare this weekend. What? He. He hadn't tweeted in a while, and then mm-hmm. he tweeted that he said, I didn't have a stroke, but they kept me here for three days, and I'm still in the hospital. I was like, ooh, boy. So I, I wish Warren yeah. Ellis well. Anytime I see a celebrity who's like over 50's name on the side of yeah. Facebook, yeah. Uh, I, I instantly worry, like, is he dead? Like, I yeah. saw Bob Euchre's name there. I'm like, oh, my God, Bob Euchre. He's like and 90. Yeah, he got hit, but he got hit by a baseball <laughs> at a recent game. <laughs> So it's like surprised it, it has probably it's probably not not good for him at this age. No. But still, like oh my god, thank God, he's the guy from that one's coming yeah. all the way over to what? <laughs> he played for the Milwaukee yeah. Braves. That with was Hank a Aaron. close one. <laughs> uh, ball twelve. Ball uh, twelve. Well, Dave, this was one you were going to talk yeah. about uh, earlier. <laughs> Walking Dead's got some new episodes announced at E three. Did they not? Yeah, so they're going to do a three episode mini season oh, really? this year mm-hmm. that's focused on Michonne. Really? Yeah. The so game? it's an origin story for her it's from not... the comic universe. Well, she's walking. The, the image of her mm-hmm. is her walking around with those two dudes, which he shows up. When she first meets Rick and mm-hmm. the gang, she has those two dudes in collars because she's like, oh, I want to see if I can cure these guys. And when Rick says, you can't cure these guys, she chops their heads off. Well, Remember? I thought I read that it's it covered... You've read more about this than I, 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 I read like the press release about it, and it, it mentioned that it's... I think it takes place in like a 12-issue span that oh, she didn't appear in like, post last year. the jail break. Yeah. When they left the jail, she was alone for a while yeah. dealing with the Tyrese. Reese and, and I, sadness. Yeah, and like, because I think uh, it was like probably last year, like she, she finally came back and they gave her back her katana. Mm. Like it would have been left with Rick and all of them. So like that's why she doesn't have a katana. Ah, that's that cool. All right. I'm excited for that. Uh, I think it's really cool because they, they said it's going to be a while till season three. So yeah. I mean, I haven't been reading up about it, so I don't know if it'll be like if it'll be connected to the others at all, like in that. Anything that you do will carry over, or anything you've done before will carry over into this. Uh, but well, I mean, the stuff from Five Hundred Days basically carried over into what, like the first like thirty barely. minutes of it, it was the it, season two. It was basically the people who lived would mm-hmm. show up for basically a quick cameo, and then get killed. And then, well, who knows? They, I don't think who they, knows? I don't think they actually. They don't think they showed any of them die, but. Um, oh, that's with, right. Chase I, somebody out of a gas station bathroom yeah. and shows up for four seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the only mm-hmm. um, the thing that I like about this three-episode thing is it's three episodes. Mm-hmm. So even if it is its own contained thing, at least decisions in the first episode will play out over two other episodes. I think maybe three episodes is the right number that's for them. A, I think yeah. five, like, kind of... I <laughs> You know, I haven't played all of season two yet, so I can't say for sure. But, you know, the they're, in the previous season, there always feels like one episode. They're like, this is filler. I like, guess yeah. doesn't really matter especially based on how quickly they 
destroy everything that happened in the previous episode when the next yeah. episode starts like oh yeah that was the status quo kill everyone they mm. all die the end like now they go somewhere else um okay <laughs> other news chris oh wait, wait he gets to read oh, another oh, one. oh yeah Sorry, uh, i can't actually one? um okay. it's it, i've never been to a website like this if you can believe it uh, well, yeah, you, you wouldn't go to a place where you pay for porn. I would just like click genre and it's like you got to pay. Like I'm just browsing. I'm not I'm not watching they anything. Just they, don't on the genre list. they don't want to show you enough. Like if they show you enough preview images, you'll get off at that point. They can't do that. They can't trust that. Yeah, I don't know how to do it, Dave. I'm okay. sorry. Sony and Marvel are right, right, I'm going to read one fucking lick. There you go. Fucking lick is one of them. I think you said that already. <laughs> Did you? Sorry. Uh, anyway, we're still on the same okay. movie. It's so boring. S- Sony and Marvel uh are apparently have it down to two Spider-Man and they're not able to make up their mind about it. And neither of them is Asa Butterfield. Like, but I'm, they're both white men, or both white teens, so don't worry, racist. But they're both white. <laughs> I can't... I saw that they might be at coming to blows over who's going to play Spider-Man. Yeah, was, well, when like, you have two giant companies, and they both have to, like... Marvel has to deal with him in their cinematic universe, so they want who they want. Yes. But Sony's making the actual Spider-Man film, so they want who yeah, they want. Like, the is, star of your next... You have it down to three people. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Relax. <laughs> Why are you waving your dick over this one choice? And I'm mm-hmm. sure the kid who loses will come to my house and kill me just for saying that. But like, I'm sure he cares. It doesn't matter at that point. If you have two good candidates, mm-hmm. pick one. So the two uh, are, like, their names would mean nothing to you Never because heard they're of them, real. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Ch- Charlie Plummer, who is on Boardwalk Empire. I'm Charlie Plummer here. <laughs> and uh, Tom Hollard from Wolf Hall. Yeah, Wolf I don't Hall. know either of those. Yeah, is that is that a house in uh, Gryffindor? <laughs> and then there's apparently a, uh, a a dark horse candidate named Charlie Rowe mm-hmm. who starred in Red Band Society, that canceled TV show. Oh, from that Dave really liked. What? I Did don't you? know. I... It was a show about uh, kids with cancer mm-hmm. who become friends in a cancer ward with Octavia Spencer. It had a lot of inspiring anthemic music that I'm yeah. really growing to fucking hate in it all pro- commercials. <laughs> <Duh>! <laughs> Da, 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 and live your life. A bunch of fucking 19 year olds chanting and calling it music. <laughs> <laughs> that is what someone would say. That's what an old person would say about yeah. music. Yeah, but it's manipulative like. and fake. There's still new pop music that I like, but like uh, all that rock shit is fucking terrible. Uh, speaking of the movies, long we're in our movie section, the rumors say that. Uh, <laughs> That in Batman versus Hold Super- on, I get to read another All one. Alright, fine. One. Uh, ballerina. Ballerina. <laughs> That's under Does the... that mean a body type or I don't the know. position? I have to it has to refer to dance. Let's buy it. It means when you spin around on a wiener with one foot up in the air. <laughs> yes. All right. A little so, music box. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. They've cast two people as Aquaman and Flash. Yes. Uh, Jason, Jason Moma and the, Drogo. the scrumptious Ezra Miller as Flash. But they they were both supposed to be in the film, but apparently they're going to be very brief cameos. Well, like yeah. that's that's what they say. Like I'm hoping for stacked. at least a minute or something. I don't movie. know. It's a, did they already say they're splitting it up into two films? No, that is not that official a rumor. yet. If they're going to do it, they'll announce it at uh, Comic Con. Yeah. Well, was there a rumor at that Marvel's Sol-Comic-Con. backing out of Comic Con? I mean, I don't think they have a. I don't they haven't. They have but or I don't. Th- they, they, they don't think they have Hall H booked. But we yeah, because like I heard Star Wars is getting a whole day. Yeah. Which in Hall hey, H cool. and like what did Marvel do at every single Comic Con panel? Announce new film or and something. And what did they do? They announced last every March? film. They announced everything until twenty nineteen. 
scene. But they could give you the first footage of sure. Civil War, but they're also behind filming stuff. Mm-hmm. By next year, they'll have like eight films ready. Yeah, man. I feel know? like there's there's like not even a bit of hype for Ant-Man right now. Not really. Though, Ant- yeah. though Paul Rudd was on the best show this week. The, the thing yes. I, so I called in on the same show Paul Rudd was interviewed on this week. Did you? Did you get on? No, I didn't call this week because I was here. Mm. I was. It was live last I'm night. I'm sorry. I, well, sorry. I, I wouldn't have called in, though. You know, it would have been funny to be like, hey, I'm the guy who talked about comic books last time, Tom. I want to ask Paul Rudd all about it. <laughs> um, okay, this uh, new news as well. New news. Uh, uh, really... Excuse me. Right. Um, <laughs> hair pulling. <laughs> um, so there was a new season of Steven Universe began. And, yes. And it has a new uh, an opening and everything. It is mm-hmm. great. It is the same song but re-recorded. I am loving where they're going in this new season. And there's, there's a really good interview with Rebecca Sugar about the, the new season on Newsarama. And I just mm-hmm. want to tell everybody, check that out. Uh, and also, I have one last bit of news. Hit. And I guess we're at it. Um, yeah, so, all right, read it. And gagging. <laughs> the last bit of news is... As revealed, uh, so they let the writers of Harley Quinn and uh, and Starfire take over the DC Comics Twitter to take questions. And people ask them, are Harley and Ivy girlfriends? Mm-hmm. They asked uh, the writers, writer-artist married couple team, Jimmy Palmiotti mm-hmm. and Amanda Connor, if they're girlfriends because everybody, like, it's been teased for forever, mm-hmm. like, and it is just something the fans have, like, been drawing and loving since... As, as, mm-hmm. Since like we were children, mm-hmm. and and it was definitely something like Paul Dini and Bruce Tim all but said on the Batman Adventures cartoon, even or animated series. So uh, they just said yes, they are girlfriends without the jealousy of monogamy. So there, there you go, mm-hmm. that is the answer. Gotta talk to my gotta talk to my girlfriend about that. See how she feels. <laughs> uh, hey, works for Ivy and Harley. <laughs> yes, I think I think we should you should bring it up very casually. Like, so I was reading this no, uh, interesting interview about. Start- uh, <laughs> Start. Yeah, here it really works. And of course, it'll end like every one of those cliches. Uh, oh, yeah, she has options and I don't. Yep. <laughs> I think that would totally happen. Jeez. Yep. You need to hold on to her like Grim Death Pal, <laughs> which is not that far away. That's it. Uh, you like that Seinfeld quote, Dave? Uh, I knew I'd get you it's with on that. on uh, Hulu next week. Not Hulu Plus, just Why? Hulu. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was cool that they finally just said it like, yeah, they're lesbians. Mm. Or, well, they're not lesbians, but they're whatever. They're 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 in a relationship with each other. And I'm hoping this will actually like they've been dancing around it for forever. Like mm-hmm. you can see this picture here where they in a, a recent comic, they like woke up in bed together. But it's implied oh, that could have just been a, a, a friendly girl sleepover <laughs> whatever. You know, you don't know. they had. I don't want to say lesbian bed death again. Just but I'm sorry. I was watching the Orange is the New Black. I forgot. You learned so much about lesbians <laughs> yeah. from Orange is the New Black. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that that show teaches you has taught many straight men about lesbian yeah. culture. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I, I used, think to, I used cool. to know lesbians uh, before I started co-hosting a comic book show. <laughs> yeah. Well, they well also you know a two a two woman income they can't afford to live in the city. <laughs> they just can't. Oh man, um, they 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 live in Oakland. We're That's done with news. That is the last so, bit of news. So I get another one. You get yeah. one last. Got to be a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with pussy fingering. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? Which I one 
you one. Euphoria. I said that one already. Oral train. Well, I said oral train. Yeah, okay, whatever. Sorry. Look, you guys, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Next show, look forward to next week's show when we go through the other oh, porn. No. <laughs> Do that on your shows, guys. I don't want this on my show. Um, okay. Big tits worship. Oh, shit. I didn't forget to say that, uh, well, this isn't really comic book related, but... That uh, Adult Swim Games is working with Double Fine to yeah, manage game. I'm That's really excited about that. It's a marriage of two things I really like. Yeah. Yep. And I can't wait to play it in three years. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So the question of the week last week was, what's your favorite Punisher moment? Because Punisher oh, got cast man. by your favorite guy. You Did you yeah. like Shane on The Walking yeah, Dead I, show? Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. He's great in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that's, I totally forgot yeah. he was in that. Yeah, he's, he's a thug. Yeah, he's great. Okay. Man, he's, he is so... I love... He's, well, he's the one when he gets out of jail that they just have like... They go on the yacht with just naked women everywhere, and I, and I was just, and they're doing hip hop array like these <laughs> these people who have just robbed America like hip hop array, oh, and they keep bragging about it too. Yeah, it was like yeah, we ripped. I have no idea off. people aspired to be like those people. Those too. guys are so pimp. <laughs> I love that. Fu- I one of my favorite favorite lines is right near the end where he says, "I got really scared. I was about to go to jail. Then I remembered, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. <laughs> Duh. I'm not like, punished at all. I'm fucking Welcome rich. Who mo- cares? So my choice for that is. Uh, when, favorite Punisher when, when Punisher beat up Kevin Nash so bad that he, he his quads exploded. <laughs> that's when yeah, that's when Thomas Jane beat up Ke- yeah. Kevin Nash, the Russian. All right, so Sotenga says, and they were the first responder. The only thing I really know about the Punisher are Capcom's really fun arcade games and the film Man. Warzone, which I actually liked. Mm-hmm. The part of Warzone where he blew off the mobster Pitsy's face and Detective Budiansky cursed him out for it was darkly comedic. <laughs> Though I recognize that film that the film takes some apathy and a grim outlook to enjoy, which hints at the sort of person I am. Ooh. John Wahizel says, When Punisher showed up in Brubaker's Daredevil run, I just about crapped my pants. Mm. Him helping Matt Murdock escape yeah. from prison was too awesome. It's it really, really cool. was. That's the kind of interactions yeah. I want to see between mm-hmm. them. Moan for Stallone says, Am I breaking Jamie. the rules? Uh, hang- Am I breaking the rules by mentioning the dirty laundry short that former Punisher Thomas Jane funded himself? Mm. It's a really desperate thing for Thomas Jane to do. That I'm saying that he's become his Arrested Development character in I, my mind. I fucking that's one of my favorite scenes ever. Is like who's Tom Jane? I'm like, Tom Jane. Portia de Rossi has no idea who Tom Jane is. I just uh, want my kids back. But but <laughs> just want my kids back. Okay. Uh, but getting back to Moment for Sloan. Good God, that was the best live-action Punisher thing ever made. Also, his original Marvel Masterpiece card from the 1992 set was legit as well. Yeah, he put it on Instagram. Love Moan for Stone's Instagram. Batman Boy 11 says, For whatever reason, I'm actually a pretty big Punisher fan. My favorite moment would have to be from Garth Ennis' first run, where Frank faces off against the Gannucci crime uh Gnucci crime family and eventually confronts their matriarch in a zoo frank kills a bunch of goons punches a polar bear in the face and leaves <laughs> ma Gnucci to be eaten by said bear who nice. eats all her limbs nice uh Ennis's work on punisher is always a delight and this issue was particularly ridiculous and all the more fun because of that uh good old jjb sterling says in the miniseries that ended greg Rooka's run on the punisher it basically has the avengers get sick of punisher shit and are bringing him in for his crimes in the third issue, I never heard of this one. In the third issue, Thor confronts Punisher to talk him to talk him down before they go all out and attack him. Thor and Punisher are two characters I feel don't interact very often, but they have a soldiery camaraderie Weird. that they I really enjoy. Specifically, Thor and Punisher share a, share a six pack in this issue. <laughs> I really like that. 
annual gift man who lives on, on the, the moon. moon. Of course it won't happen anytime soon, but once the studios have truly beaten the superhero genre into the ground, we'll need one thing and one thing only. Frankencastle. <laughs> did you guys see Frankencastle? This was uh, Wolverine's son kills mm-hmm. Frank Castle, chops him up, and then he is re-sewn by, <laughs> we're sewn back together by sci-fi people, and so he is a Frankenstein's monster. Frank Castle becomes Frankencastle. Love it. Michael Grimm Elite, uh, Michael Grimm is Elite, says, It's a pretty simple scene, but one of my favorite Punisher moments is from the first issue of the Marvel Now relaunch. He's interrogating a thug in a gator-infested swamp, and when the guy reaches towards the barrel of Frank's gun, out of fear, he just says, Don't touch my gun, and blows his hand off. Simple yet badass, and it sort of reminds me of Dirty Harry. And then a trash can says... Uh, does Punisher 2099 count? Because this is the greatest Punisher moment. And they embedded this panel of Punisher 2099 jumping out of a window saying, I don't need a jetpack. I'm fueled by hate. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. You got to go to the forums and look at it, guys. Uh, and here's a quick uh, one. Uh, yeah, this is the last one. But it deserves, it's a long one, but it deserves saying. Uh, let's see. The Punisher is hands down. This is Wiretap 757. Punisher is hands down one of my favorite Marvel. Uh, hands down my favorite Marvel character. I'll just say that the Punisher, my Punisher collection of toys, comics, etc. is huge. My favorite moment is from a book, Punisher vs. Daredevil, means and ends, I think, where Punisher and Daredevil are fighting on a rooftop, the life of a criminal in the ballot. Uh, Punisher bests Daredevil, and when Daredevil com- comes to, he is tied up with a gun in his hand. The Punisher tells Daredevil that he is going to kill the criminal, and the only way to stop him is for the Daredevil to shoot Punisher. It is a moment that really puts Daredevil's beliefs to the test, and a great comparison of the two offering uh, two differing vigilante ideologies. I'm not spoiling how it ends, just give it a read. Yeah, no, I want to. And then also, at the end of his thing, Wiretap shares his recent Punisher tattoo, which is really boss. It is a really boss tattoo. Is the skull? No, it's uh, like a picture of Frank like, wow. out of the comics. Like He didn't just go like, ah, just the skull. The skull's simple. Like, yeah. lots of people got the skull. He went far. I don't want to dress like a fucking crowd member of a UFC event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, read all those. Those are great on the forums. Thanks, guys. Mm. Uh, so this week's question of the week, uh, you know, I've already asked before, What's your favorite superhero video game in, in mm. game weeks? But uh, let's just get in more specific. You know, Telltale, we talked about them earlier. They have made a deal for, I believe, a 2017 Marvel game they're yeah. going to make. They got Fable. <laughs> They've done and... Fables. But so, what Telltale Marvel or DC game would you like to see huh. a five-episode season of? I'll, I'll start off, guys. Go for it. Weird and, World. Uh, this is, <laughs> well, it has to be one with a lot of talking, not just action. And, mm. and it would have you invest stopping to look around for things and solve a puzzle. And I think that really fits for Gotham Central, mm. one of my favorite DC comics ever. Oh, wow. That'd which be really was cool. a, yeah, it's a police procedural, mm-hmm. but in the world of Batman. So they're checking crime scenes where Mr. Freeze killed a bunch of people. Gotham Central isn't the Gotham TV show, though, is it? It was sort of the inspiration for it, but it is eight million times better. <laughs> because it actually takes place, Batman lives in this world. It's mm. not it's not waiting for Batman True. to show up in ten years. It's Batman lives in this world and they're having to deal with stuff fantastic idea it's like the first issue opens with an idea. amazing scene of these two guys are going out on an, on uh, checking on a tip two detectives are 
going mm-hmm. to check on a tip, and they open a door, and it's Mr. Freeze on the other side of the door, and he immediately freezes and kills one of the two of them. Yeah. It's a really great book, and so I think that would that could easily... They could have a long-running uh, investigation they're doing all season, and they can just do it from beginning to end. It would be great. Like they, Telltale needs to make a deal with DC as well. They also need to get a new engine, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I love Telltale. I love, and I also... Did you guys remember seeing that trailer for a game called Firefight? <clears throat> Uh, on there about uh, Rich Summer is is this guy trying to find out uh, he's checking on fires in 1989 wilderness. Uh, he's yes. looking at a walkie-talkie. That's by two of the creative directors on the original season of Walking Dead. They started their own company. Really? They're making Firefight. Like, the more I find out about Firefight, the more I'm interested in it. Yeah, that looked cool. But anyway, okay, you guys is Telltale Games. It's easy to say Daredevil because I'm kind of infatuated with it right now after uh, the show. Um, and you'd have courtroom right scenes. One. You have courtroom Yeah, that's true. Scenes. Okay, that one then. And, Jesus. and also, his super senses would really help him find oh. the thing in a room that would let you open well, the yeah, door. I wanted to back off on it because, like, well, a lot of, but you're right. The, my favorite Matt moments are Matt Murdock moments, usually, mm-hmm. uh, more so than Daredevil, Boom Pip Pow, and of course, Fap moments. <laughs> uh, That's the sound of catching his baton, his baton every back. time. Uh, this is cheating since. Okay. but I'm gonna say right. Sandman. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he lives yeah. pretty, pretty much forever, so he, you know, you could you could interact with characters over you know hundreds each episode of years. could be in a different century. Yeah, that's a good one. And then, like once in a while, he meets people who are also immortal, and like your decisions with them can like carry over into other episodes. Ooh, you can meet their children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. I really like that idea. You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt had an update on his uh, Sandman film where he says yeah. there will be no punching. Promises. No punching. All right, so that's what we would make a Telltale game out of. Answer in the forums for this week's episode. I'll have a link, or I'll have a link to it on this week's episode. Tell us what you would want, DC or Marvel, or even you could go outside that, but comic book based Telltale mm-hmm. game you would want to see a five episode season of. We'll read our favorite replies next week. And I also want to remind you guys if you like video games, you can pre order all the oh, stuff yeah. that got announced at E3 through our ultimate pre order guide. There'll be a link to it on this week's page, too. Mm-hmm. And it's been on the it's been on, I think, every Cape Crisis page ever, mm-hmm. or at least the last year, of way to pre-order Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Arkham Knight comes out next week. That's right. If you're going to get Arkham Knight, if you're a big fan of it, you should buy it. If you haven't yet, please buy it through our Amazon link. It will help us and out. It'll help us out. We get a little kickback. It's no extra money to you. Speaking of helping us out, stay tuned for next week, kids. <laughs> Just yes, saying. definitely. But for right now, buy that buy that uh, Batman thing. Also, I'm going to just oh, yeah. say it one last time, guys. Lasertime.bandcamp.com. If you have yet to get the Avengers or Iron Man 3 commentaries or any mm-hmm. of the old ones, this is the time to get them. Really helps me out. I always appreciate it. Everybody's bought so many. I want to thank... This is the last time I'll say it. Thanks, everybody who's bought them so Thank far. You. I just want to beg one final time. <laughs> we'll have, we'll definitely be having some new commentaries. I've been having a lot of great suggestions for do more. You know, people definitely mm-hmm. want more Marvel mm-hmm. movies. But there's just so many, like, good and bad movies we could do great commentaries for. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, everybody else's plugs. Laser Time, new show this week all about t- uh, t- movies, awesome, rare, or weird, uh, other notable movies that are not on DVD. I call it the E3 counter-programming of the year. <laughs> it's a great episode. That's great right. Episode. Uh, there's a new episode of She Popcast up this week about uh, Money in the Bank. 
and our memories of Dusty Rhodes. And there's going to be another yeah. episode yeah, for Father's Day. So. Woo! Oof, Dusty Rhodes, yeah. baby. Dusty Rhodes, baby. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes, will hmm. never die. You people not buying through Amazon are giving a hard time. <laughs> hard times <laughs> if you don't yeah. use the Amazon that, list. That went, into, that went a little bit into Foghorn Leghorn. It I did? Say. I see. Yeah. And by the way, if you guys like listening to the three of us talk, and you mm. want it, but you'd rather hear us saying things about video games than comic books, this week's VGA is the three of us talking all about E3. True. Mm-hmm. And also, you can go to what youtube.com slash laser time. Yeah, tons Network. of stuff up there. The, the, the big thing to recommend is eight more hours of us talking about There's games. a yes. short video that is just uh, Hank, yeah, Dave, and I freaking out mm-hmm. at surprise announcements. Yeah, it about, was great. About 10 of them, and mm-hmm. oh my God, to turn your speakers down. I hated looking at myself getting excited for things, but things if, are thrown. I now know, I now have a video that if anybody ever calls me, like, you're cynical, you hate games too much, you say no, all this stuff, like, why don't you just show them the shit of like, this yeah. is me getting excited. For eight minutes straight uh, for video games, guys. Yes. I like video games. I really do. Games worked hard to make me not like them, but I still like them. Uh, okay, I guess that's it. That but yeah, it. again, all that great stuff. Thanks again, and we'll have some more big news next week, and maybe hopefully Ann Lewis. Until next time, Excelsior! Anthony Jeselnik on the Donald Trump roast said, you're just like Mike Douglas in Wall Street, except nobody will be sad when you get cancer.